two tickets to with Taylor and Stu. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. This is the last episode of Two Tickets Two with Taylor and Stu. The final episode. And uh, as you can guess what we're probably doing, it's the end of the year, end of the podcast, doing end of the year movie wrap up. That's it. 10-ish TV show or 10-ish movies and five TV shows is what I got. How many tickets did you get for 2022? Well, we're going to talk about it on two tickets, too. I, I Technically, I probably only got like five because I boot like a lot of shit. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw most of these movies in theaters. One of them didn't even release in theaters, so I can't yeah. really say that. But I it was a movie. I saw three of these in theaters out of ten. No, Let's see. Four, I saw five. One, two, three, four, five. I saw six of these in theaters. The rest were either like straight to streaming or I just waited. Six here too, yeah. So we're going to go over our 2022 films, uh, I guess like in a top 10 order, but it's not necessarily like. All of these are interchangeable except the. My top three. Top, top two for me. Yeah. yeah. My top three are kind of like, I can go either here or there. Um, uh, but yeah, we're going to go over like uh, our movies and then I think we're going to touch a little bit on some TV shows <laughs> that were, that came out that. You know, My TV will go quick. That, yeah. yeah. Um, so do you want to do just, just TV real quick and get it out of the way? Just do like the five shows that you saw. Yeah, that, we can. All right, cool. Why don't you just... just uh, you want me to do the whole list? Yeah, yeah. just give me your five oh. shows. Uh, number five is because I've been with it for the past uh, 12 years, and it ended this year, The Walking Dead. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere on my list, but I, uh, I, I stopped watching it. Couple a few years ago. So. That's what everybody says. I stuck with it. I still enjoyed it. Obviously, the back half isn't as good as the first, but like, I was invested again twelve years. Right. So, right. Um, number. I guess f- I can do my number five now. We'll oh, do okay. it like that. We'll okay. go back and forth. Um, so my number five uh, was Peacemaker. Uh, I didn't watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, you like James Gunn? Watch fucking Peacemaker. I mean, I got nothing to do now. The podcasts are over. So yeah, dude, Peacemaker is fucking awesome. It is such a good, fun show. John Cena is hilarious in it. All the side characters are really fucking fun. The story is fucking wacko. I don't like, really know why great. I didn't watch it. I don't want to not see it. I just never got around to right. it. Right. You'll love it. I think I, I think you'll love it. It it, it, it's, it it touches on like a really funny aspect of like toxic masculinity. Yeah. Because like, that's what his character is. And like uber is. patriotism and shit. It's nice. really good. Okay. It's yeah, really good. So it's just making fun of all that. Pretty much, yeah. Like John Cena does a really good job at like having a character arc oh, okay. in it for someone who's such a fucking piece of shit. It's like, like 10 episodes, right? Or eight, something like that. Yeah. Eight or 10, something like that. But yeah. My number four is moon Knight. Oh, wow. Is that wow. on your list? I don't have any Marvel Disney plus shows on my list for my oh, top 10 really? or top five. Yeah, I do. Well, I have one other one, but okay. Uh, moon Knight was just incredibly well done. Super heavy. For it only being six episodes, I was like so invested in it. did a whole lot in six episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It Plus was, Oscar Isaac is just fucking awesome. Dude, yeah. And then the whole like parent abuse thing. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, any tears streamed down my face, but they definitely welled inside. Right. Yeah. Ethan Hawk was fucking awesome in that show too. Yeah. Great villain. Uh my number four, I'm putting uh Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings. I haven't show. watched that, yeah. It's just fucking awesome. Is it over? Yeah. The first season. Yeah. It's just uh, from a technical standpoint, it's just fucking beautiful, visually stunning. Where does it stack up against Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings though? 
dude, dude, honestly, I mean, like as far as visually and like giving you the vibe, it's, it's just right there with them there. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it might be some, like some parts might be acted a little bit better, but that's just because we expect more from actors (coughs) like this day and age. You mean in Lord of the Rings or in Rings of Power? Um, it's obviously like a more diverse cast that's in it, which is, oh right, yeah. which I felt like was kind of much needed, but it doesn't really feel like it's, you know, uh, like they're trying to push it. You know, it just feels real natural. But it was a fucking fantastic show, and I'm super pumped to see what they do on the next season because that's like a fucking billion dollar show. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, each episode was around like sixty five to ninety million dollars an episode. Actually, I'm just gonna say this real quick. I just replaced my. Um my other Marvel show because I just thought of something. Okay. So, because I, I didn't know, I, that was the thing. I didn't know if we were doing Marvel or not because yeah. it easily could have been all Marvel too. Um, number three for me is The Bear. Very good. Very it, good. Uh, I watched it. That's my uh, number one. Is it? Yeah, it's my number one show. I watched it all in one day because I was like hooked from the beginning yeah. and didn't want to stop and it's, yeah, just incredible. Incredible fucking show, dude. Jeremy White, isn't that his name? Jeremy Something Allen like White. Jeremy Allen White. Fucking, that dude should have all the awards. His acting in that. I've never, so good. I never watched Shameless. I've seen him. He's great in it. Small characters and other stuff. But man, he just fucking came in and just took over. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was a fucking dynamite in that show. <laughs> dude, that show was written so well. The pacing of that show is so good. Yeah. Like, I don't see how you could binge it because I would have a fucking panic attack. <laughs> Like, oh, right. well, I don't, because I don't it's have anxiety, so yeah. like, well, true. Oh, I don't really either. Thank God. But it's like, dude, it, there's moments in that show where you're just like, yeah. holy oh, fuck, well, the this fucking, is absolute chaos. The one shot episode. Dude, the whole one shot episode, 19 minutes long. Where he is punching the uh, the receipt paper thing. Yeah. And he's like, you fucked up, you fucked up. And it's just like, and everybody's just like dead. So I've been in kitchens yeah. where that shit's happened. And like the tension is so fucking hard. And he's just like looking at people like, what? He's just like, you're just like, oh God. Dude, yeah. You could cut, you could cut that tension with a knife, with a kitchen knife, yeah. with a kitchen knife. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So my number three is, uh, house of the dragon, which was the game of Thrones prequel. Nice. Dude, yeah. absolutely just fucking killed it. I watched the first two episodes. Every episode is fucking great. Matt Smith <laughs> was so fucking awesome in this show as Damon Targaryen. And just like being able to go back to that world of like Westeros and like still have like those still keep the same vibe of game of Thrones. But I know a lot of people were like off put by the final season of game of Thrones where, I mean, I still enjoyed it, but it was like so daunting for them to be able to like, man, we had such a like negative response to our last season of our show. Like are people going to get back on board with this? And dude, they fucking did house of the dragon had it's had the highest views than any of the fucking game of Thrones episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the finale for House of the Dragon had more people watching it than the Game of Thrones finale. Well, yeah, because by the time people were like, fuck this yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. See, that was my thing with it was, yeah, the first two episodes I watched were really good, but I got this, like, because I spent so much time with Game of Thrones, it was like I picked up the phone to, like, dial my ex-girlfriend, and I was like, mm, no. So I was just like, I'm yeah. not even getting on board. <laughs> yeah. Let's just not go back there. Let's let, let's move on. My uh, my number two, probably kind of like, again, these are all interchangeable, probably except for the first one. Um, but this really like kind of blew me away. 
and uh, only murders in the building. <clears throat> I binged all that in one day as well. Um, Both seasons, uh, or just season two? Well, so this year was season two because right. we're doing, but like I didn't start watching season one until this year. Oh, okay. And then season two came out like four months later. Right. I binged both of them in one day, and I was just like. It, it's, this is the first time I've never seen Steve Martin as Steve Martin. Right. I was just like, this guy could actually act. He's like, great, yeah. dude. And Martin Shorts. So, so fucking funny. Selena Gomez. like She is so good. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I love Selena Gomez. My wife, Cara Delevingne, is in the second season. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Only Murders in the Building. It had me very... Cause, um, well, I guess it's going back to all the murder mystery stuff that's been yeah. popping off. Mm-hmm. And it just like, I get hooked. I'm like, Dude, who did it? And it has like that. It, it, it does a really good job of like that cliffhanger ending for each episode. Oh yeah. So it's so like, it's super going. bingeable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so even though I gave you my number one, uh, I do have an audible for, for my number one, but my number two is uh, Andor star Wars Andor. Okay. Dude, just, it is probably the best star Wars content. I think I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I watched the first episode. It, it, dude, I absolutely love it. It's it's structured very, very well. The characters are great. It does it does not rely at all on like the previous Lord. Star Wars shit. Like there's no big cameos, no fucking Oh, that's cool. There's no like Jedi Sith shit going on. There's yeah. not one fucking lightsaber. Like it's all very like it's so grounded in like realism as much as you can for that universe. And what was the movie he was in? Uh, Rogue One. Yeah, that's which, a, I think that's the best Star Wars movie. Dude, I love Rogue One. Yeah. It's like my second favorite Star Wars movie. Uh, What's your first? Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, but uh, so yeah, the bear was kind of my number one, but I had one like literally right next to it, and it was Blackbird. I don't even know what that is. Uh, so it was an Apple TV show oh, okay. that had it, yeah. um, Taron Edgerton in it. And it's based on a true story. Oh, is that when he's in prison? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, he's like a uh, he's like a coke dealer, but it's like a family business. They like you know they just do all kinds of shady. Is shit. Is that the show he was getting buffed up for? Yeah, because everybody thought it was Wolverine. Yeah, but it was for Blackbird. Bro, watch Blackbird, and you'd be like, "There's no one else who could play Wolverine besides this." Oh, I'm already on board. Yeah, with him yeah, as yeah. yeah. Um, dude, but after Blackbird, you'll be like, "Fuck yeah." Dude, because he has like rage moments and shit, and you're just like, dude, this little fucking dude who's this fucking jack. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was done so well. It was like a masterclass in acting from everyone on the show. Uh, and just, I mean, Apple TV, like, even though, like, you know, it's an Apple TV show, who the fuck is Apple TV? Dude, I, it's this show, The Mosquito Coast, and there's one other one that, like, Severance. Well, Severance, I think it was on Hulu. No, it's an Apple. Oh, was it an Apple TV? show? Yeah. Oh, okay, but yeah, Severance, which is also on my that's on my honorary oh, list that I had for this. Uh, but yeah, they've all been so fucking good. Yeah, I think because uh, there was the show with uh, Chris Evans where like his son like accidentally murders someone or something that I heard really good things about. Yeah, and then the show where is that called The Servant? No, that's with Ron, Ron Weasley. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then there was another one where Brian Cranston is like a judge or something that mm-hmm. I heard is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Apple TV's been putting out like yeah, Your Honor, but bangers, but like nobody has Apple TV, so no one watches it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so for shows, it was kind of you know, my number one. Um, it was specifically, I mean, the whole show was amazing, but it was specifically episode five that dealt with death 
And oh, Sandman. And it got me hard. Yeah. Sandman. Sandman was just fucking. That was another one where Dude, I, I could put Stranger Things on here as well. I could easily. not stop watching Sandman. Yeah. Like, and then the the death episode like hit me like so hard. Like it's one of the best episodes of television. For weeks after I was thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's one of the I liked Sandman. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it's like I can pull out like two or like two episodes from the show that are really just like yeah, the diner one. Yeah, the diner episode yeah. and then the death episode are just fucking phenomenal. But like, I didn't really know Tom Sturgis either. I think that's the dude's name. Yeah, and he was magnificent. He was really good. Yeah, and then uh, Boyd Holbrook as awesome. Coindrin. Yeah, he's great and everything. Yeah, they really nailed it with the casting in the show. Yeah, um, everyone from has it been renewed for season two yet? No, not yet. What the fuck, dude? Because everybody was watching that and talking about it yeah. like for the month. It was yeah. pretty hyped up. All right, so on to our movies. Yeah. All right, so I like, yeah, we cut it this in the top 10, but I'll just kind of just go through my list as I have it here. Oh, wait, so, you're going to go through the whole list at once? No. Oh, okay. So you're um, just starting with 10. Yeah, so my, my number 10, I'm going with Black Phone. Okay, yeah, it was an Ethan Hawke horror movie. Yeah, I thought it was fucking phenomenal, dude. I loved it. Pete gives me those goddamn horror movies on Supervillain, and I have to fucking watch them. (laughs) I know because you're not a horror movie guy. I hate horror movies with a passion. The last two episodes, he gave me Barbarian and Smile. Oh wow! I woke up last night in the middle of the night to go pee, and for some reason in my head, I was like, "Hey, remember that thing in Smile?" I could not fall back asleep for like three hours. I literally just laid in my bed and was just like, "Fuck this!" I got thirty minutes into Smile and turned it off. It's fucking scary. The end. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. It's well, I don't yeah. like horror movies. Right, right. I'm a I'm literally a five year old child when it comes yeah, to that I shit. Know. Black phone <laughs> though. It, 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 it wasn't was necessarily more, it was more thriller. Powering, yeah, him like fighting back and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um it, even it, this is really weird, but like there were moments of it where I was like it kind of reminded me like in the same vein as uh Villeneuve's prisoners. A little bit. That was you a know, lot better, but yeah. That was a whole lot better. Yeah. But yeah, it was almost kind of like, I mean, it was, it did have like a slightly supernatural element with the whole like yeah. past victims talking the to kid, the boy. Yeah. Uh, but dude, I just thought it was fucking great. And Ethan, Ethan Hawke was terrifying. Dude, super terrifying. Dude, when he was playing the game with the, the kid, the kids were like, don't go up there. Like he didn't lock the door on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And then he does go up there and he's just sitting there in the mat. Well, he's asleep, <sighs> but he's sitting there in the mask. He's like, he's waiting. With his fucking shirt off. Yeah. He's waiting yeah. to beat you with the belt when you try to leave. Yeah. <sighs> And then it turns out, can we spoil? I guess we're spoiling. Yeah. He was across the street the whole time from mm-hmm. like people were looking for him in the wrong place, but it was literally just across the street. Yeah. 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 And he killed his fucking brother because mm-hmm. his brother was getting too close to figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. So what you got? Um, I can't talk about this one because you haven't seen it yet, but uh, Glass Onion. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to watch it when it comes on. It's Netflix on the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, just as good as the first. Um, I won't say better. We've already talked about that. Um, the first one just had... The, it was fresh. This was at the start of the murder mystery stuff coming back, being popular. But Glass Onion is up there with the first. Yeah, it's great. I'm really excited to watch it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, my number nine. Dude, this really surprised me that it's on my list. But it was a movie that I did not want to see. I had absolute zero intentions of seeing this. Me and my wife were going to go see. We were going to go see. Nope. And as she was looking at tickets, she saw that Elvis was playing at two thirty. Really? And I was like, she was like, I never pick out the movie. Let's go to Elvis. And I was like, ah, fine, let's do it. It's my number nine. 
I fucking really enjoyed Elvis. It's a good movie. I, and uh, I think you will like it. I have no interest in it. Dude, me neither. But I think you will like it. It is. Maybe I'll watch it. It has a really good. It's on HBO Max right now. Oh, okay. Um, so you can watch it as just like this is just a Baz Luhrmann movie. So you know you're going to get like a visual treat. But see, that's the thing. That's what's crazy too is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, is like one of the best fucking movies. I love that movie, dude. Yeah, but like everything else he's done, I've just been kind of like, eh. Really? Yeah. You see Great Gatsby? No, I give two shits about Great Gatsby. You need to watch Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. He's down my line. You like Carrie Mulligan? Oh, I love. You yeah. like Leonardo DiCaprio? He's okay. Wow. <laughs> Dude, Chris Pine is kills it in fucking. He's not Greg Gatsby. Gatsby. Oh, that was Tobey Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, dude. I was trying to. I was trying to sneak in. No, dude. I know every movie he's ever been. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Elvis number nine. It's got you know. It's Elvis. You know. I mean, I've heard it's good. It's, it's got good music. It's I just got, don't give a shit about Elvis. I know. Me neither. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. I don't. But like when, they, I, when I heard they were making an Elvis, I was just like, why? I know. <laughs> I know. But dude, it's. I mean, for me, I was actually like super entertained, and it was one of the more fun movie theater experiences I had. Really? Yeah. So you were just in it. I'll do. I was just in it. Like Baz Luhrmann just has, does a really good job of like creating for like two hours and thirty that minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah. For like two hours and thirty minutes of Elvis. No, I'm saying it is probably like it's probably super long, right? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's that long. Oh, okay. It's, dude, it's paced really well. Yeah, and it's see, all told to, through the perspective of his manager, so it's kind of like an interesting take on Elvis's that like yeah. career. Hmm. I don't know, maybe when I have nothing to do. Yeah. So when you leave here. Yeah. <laughs> They'll text me and I'd be like, dude, that was pretty fucking sweet. It's like, oh, it's not like a queer thing, but I'm like, dude, I thought it was pretty fucking good. Austin Butler's dreary. <laughs> With that fat suit? Yeah. That was an orgasmo reference, by the way. Oh. I dude, that was not like a queer thing, but I think the Pesh Mud's a pretty sweet band. <laughs> uh, I'm on my number nine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was your... Ten. Yeah, that was my number nine. My number ten was Black Phone. Oh, number so nine, I'm, Elvis. I'm on eight. Yeah. Right? One, two, three, four. Five, yeah, you got Glass Onion for your uh, number nine. No, I have nine. Okay, just go for it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I really enjoyed this movie, but like, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. But uh, it's a uh, Bullet Train. Okay, yeah. Did you see it? I did see it. Like, I it, watched it at home. It. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's really good. It's really funny. But it was, like, just missing something. Yeah, it was 90% there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I'm a huge Brad Pitt fan. Not as much as Chris Pine. But uh, Chris Pine would have been great in this movie, though. Dude, he would have. He really would have been good. Uh, but I like the whole cast. Taylor Johnson, Brian Tree. Uh, awesome. Tangerine and Lemon. Give yeah. them their own movie. I want to see a prequel with them. I bet we're going to get one. Yeah, I think they're going to make one. What is it? Bulgaria? Where they talked about like it yeah, almost when they were doing the bodies. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like uh, Natasha and Clint's whole like, oh, it's like Budapest. Yeah, you know, it's like they had like Tangerine and Lemon almost had like a oh, there's some backstory here. I want to see that. Yeah, but it like, I don't know, but I don't know what was missing. I don't know like what would have made it better. Quentin Tarantino writing it. Yeah, because it was my like I went and saw it with my stepdad and my mom, and we were talking about it in the parking lot afterwards, and he was like, "Man, Quentin Tarantino's great," and I was like, "Oh, that's not it." Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. It was almost kind of like it reminded me of his. It's like in the same vein as like um, Smoke and Aces. Yeah, it kind of felt like a Smoke and Aces movie. Yeah, yeah, with Chris Pine. Chris Pine. <laughs> no, yeah, Smoke and Aces was really good too, but then mm-hmm. it has like it's just missing a little bit of something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my number eight uh, was Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Okay. Yeah. 
And, you know, if you listen to our previous episode, we go, we talk about that quite a bit. But, uh, but then if you also listen to Supervillain Obituary and take two yeah. sashes an hour, we also and have an hour and a half talking about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Black Panther kind of forever. I mean, you know, it ended a phase for Marvel and it was just, uh, you were there. We all saw it together. Actually, I'm going to go with, because Black Panther's on my list. I'm going to say that's my, my eight as well. Okay, cool. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so, yeah. Sweet. So we got Wakanda Forever both at eight. Yeah. I like it. uh, I like it. Yeah. I mean, Lupita Nyong'o, man. Yeah. Her ass transcends any list. (laughs) She's It's on every list. It's been on every list so far. Do you have like a a top ten list of Bible verses? Honestly, at number six, I'm going with Lupita Nyong'o's ass. Fucking <laughs> chapter 69, verse 420. Lupita Nyong'o's ass. What is that voice? Dude, I don't even know, man. Whenever I come back from my solo podcast, it's going to be just the voice all the time, dude. Honestly, I'm just going to do like full on fucking reviews. Talking about Lupita Nyong'o's ass. Everybody's going to skip the last 20 seconds of me just cackling into the mic. All right, cool. So we've got number eight, Wakanda Forever. Uh, yeah, number yeah, seven for me, which you already you actually already brought this movie up. Um, it's not on your list. I don't think so, but it's Barbarian. <coughs> oh, okay. Uh, Barbarian is... You really liked it that much, I huh? really liked it, yes. Huh. Because it gave me... Because I knew nothing about this movie at all. Like, the only thing I knew was just a fucking poster. <laughs> and you just see fucking uh, Bill Skarsgård, his creepy-ass fucking self yeah. in this movie... And just, you which know, he turns out to be like, obviously spoilers for everything we're talking the about good here. Guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So going into it, I felt like it, it, it almost kind of like felt like I was a kid again, watching a movie, like a horror movie. Okay. Cause like I knew nothing about what was going on. Right. I did not see any of the twist or turns coming. Okay. Like I just really enjoyed it, dude. And the fact <clears throat> that the dude, uh, Zach Kreger, Kreger from Whitest Kids. Yeah, dude, I had no idea he was he he did this movie. He wrote and directed this movie. Yeah, dude, he is one to look out for. He is going to be making some fucking good ass like comedic horror movies because Barbarian has a really good amount of comedy in it that works really well. Well, did you so did you know originally Justin Long who brought the comedy that was actually he pitched it to Zach Efron and Zach Efron turned it down so I don't think it would have been funny if Efron would have been in it thank god that didn't fucking happen because first of all Justin Long if there's like a scream queen out there he's like a scream king yeah like it's like him and like Patrick Wilson <laughs> are like the yeah, scream kings yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah dude Justin Long in this movie was fucking awesome he was so good he did he, he plays that like that sleazy character so well yeah. You know, like, I don't know. There's something about it. Like the whole him, like just measuring, measuring. Yeah. <laughs> like the fucking dimensions of the room to see how much square footage you could get. And he's like in the fucking basement cavern of this house. And you're just like, dude, fucking look up, look around. Like, this is not normal, dude. So my thing with that movie, because I'm a not a horror person. If I was in those situations, you just get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, that was the thing is she goes into the basement to get the toilet paper or whatever, right? Yeah. And the door locks behind her, which leads her to discovering the caverns. That door was so flimsy, though, she could have just kicked it the fuck in yeah. and been like, I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then you don't got a movie. No, but <laughs> this. But when people are like, why are people in horror movies so stupid? It's like, yeah. well. I, this is a golden rule, man. Just, you got to be dumb. That's the thing, too, is like, if I would have pulled up in the middle of the night 
and I went to go to my Airbnb and there was someone there, I'd be like, uh, fuck this interview. I'm going to turn around and go home. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have even went in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But where this movie kind of like does play up those cliches of like the, the bumbling character who doesn't fucking, yeah, is obviously not looking at the situation with real eyes. Well, she's told by multiple people. Yeah. Even the interviewer, she's like, you need to get out of that neighborhood. She's like, you're staying where? Yeah. In that neighborhood? Get the fuck out. And then the homeless guy's like, don't go in that house. Yeah. It's like, probably listen to that dude. He yeah. doesn't even want to live in yeah. there. Like, it's like, this guy doesn't even have a house. He's told me not to go in one. <laughs> dude. He's like, I'm freezing my ass off, but I'm not going in there. Uh, but yeah, I love the monster in it. The fucking mama. See, like, I'm it was not so a, creepy and like gross and I'm uh, not a good. claustrophobic person and the tunnels gave me hardcore like yeah. claustrophobia and I it was did. just like get out, get out. It get reminded out. me of Resident Evil. Uh just because there's yeah. been like some Resident Evil games where you're in like those really tight yeah. corridors and hallways, you know? And all they had was just a flashlight. Yeah. Did you play Resident Evil Eight? No, not yet. Oh, Donna B and Venito, when you go into her house, it's all tunnels. Oh really? And it's fucking terrifying. Sweet. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that was my number seven. What you got? Two, three, four, five, six. So I'm on my seven. Yep. Mm, I'm going to go nope. It was very good. Um, Mine's much higher. It's like uh, I really enjoyed us. Get out was good, but it's not really my lane. But nope took it to like a whole nother level. Yeah. Like it was literally like. Kind of like how I call Shang-Chi a Final Fantasy movie. This was almost like a live-action anime. Yeah. And I was just like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, I didn't see any of this coming at no. all. And I was just like, God damn it, this is great. Dude, it's just masterful writing. Yeah. Jordan Peele is just so fucking talented, dude. Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya. Awesome. Steven Yeun. So good. Kind of in it. But, uh, yeah, dude, it was like, and I didn't really know. I mean, I like Jordan Peele, but there's a lot of people that ride his dick. I'm yeah. not a dick rider with him. I enjoy him, but like I didn't know going in really what it was. Right. I knew like aliens. Dude, and and the fact that when you do see the twist of what it really is, yeah. this was really like refreshing. Yeah. And it did. wasn't like uh signs or I mean that's a good movie too, but it wasn't like just aliens, you know. Where, right. Yeah. Yeah. There was something different about it. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. of course with Jordan Peele, there's always like layers to his films. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have it at number three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. when we get to my number three, we'll just say it and we'll just keep going along. Uh, so my number six, um, this movie was a movie that really should have gone to fucking theaters because it was so fucking good. Uh, it was Prey. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Predator prequel. I love this movie. Amber Midthunder was fucking awesome in this movie. I love like the representation of the of the indigenous Native American people in it. Like they weren't victimized. They weren't looked at as like these like fucking primal tribal people, right. you know, or anything like they, they were, were fucking, people. yeah, they were smart, calculated <clears throat> dude. She was such a fucking awesome, like leading woman. I don't really remember it, but I do remember I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it was, was just really cool. I love like the way they switched up, like the predators look a little bit. Uh, they made her, I mean, they, they did a really good job at like turning the, you know, the hunted into the hunter, that was really well done. I loved her brother in the movie. I, th I think we're going to see him in, in a lot more shit because he kind of like every scene he was in. I was Still. like, I was like, dude, this guy's fucking got it, dude. Well, first of all, he was incredibly handsome and he's like tall and like just like, you know, has a very like empowering thing yeah. about him. And I was like, dude, man, if you ever have any fucking type of not saying he has to play a Native American character, but like, dude, here's your fucking guy. Like, right. You know, 
he was just really, really, really good. He was the one that died, right? Like halfway through? Uh, no, he lived on all the way almost to the very end. Kind of. Well, it was like the very end of the second act. Yeah. So, well, yeah. They were in that clearing, and he didn't he pick him up with the thing? No, I think that was someone else. Oh. Yeah, like I said, I don't really remember. This was he, probably back in March. He or was like, the, uh, uh, he died like in the woods. Like he rode his fucking horse and like fucking yeah, and he jumped saved from her. It. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Was that halfway of the movie? I don't remember. Oh, okay. You probably know better than I do. <laughs> I only watched the ones. Yeah. Because uh, Pete gave it to me, yeah. And plus, uh, I just love that director too. Who he was, uh, oh, what's his fucking name? He did. Um, was he an up and comer? Or is he like of, a bigger guy? Kind of, but not really. God damn, I can't believe I don't remember his fucking name right Dan now. Dan Trattenberg? Dan Trattenberg. He did um, Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. And he's yeah. done some boys. Yeah. 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 So he's just kind of one of those really, like, I think he was going to be a more up and coming, like, action yeah, director. Yeah, because Cloverfield Lane was terrifying. That was so good. I loved it. But yeah, Prey. Loved it. Number six. One, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm on my six. Yep. Um... I'm going to go Amsterdam. Did you see that? Yeah, I turned it off about halfway through. No shit. Yeah. Did you really? I, I did. fucking loved it. Uh, it just seemed like it was an episode of Gilmore Girls to me. But you love Gilmore Girls. I love Gilmore yeah. Girls. Uh, it was just like... I mean, it was good. Everyone was doing a great job in it. I thought John David Washington was probably the standout. The cast of, was incredible. Of, of the movie. Um, I'm also a big, uh, not as big as Chris Pine, but fucking Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He's so good. He's probably one of the best actors in the last 30 years. Yeah. Like top five. Yeah. He's a masterclass fucking. Yeah. So I, I pretty much watch everything he does. But then this was also like, I kind of knew about it going in. So I knew, and then I had read reviews. Like people were like, oh, the pacing's all over the place. The dialogue sucks. I watched it and I was just like, I, f- I love it. It's yeah. fun. Like it's not, it's kind of slow. But like people were like the dialogue's right. so cringy, and I was like, I don't find anything wrong. See, with it. for me, I I did find the dialogue a little cringy, but it wasn't that it was the dialogue that was cringy. It was it was the pace of the dialogue. I'm like, listen, you don't have to read fucking three sheets of lines in fucking one minute, because dude, there like I said, it's like yeah. a Gilmore Girls yeah episode. It's just so much back and forth. Like, yeah, dude, let's let's kind of let's settle a little bit. Because it, but I think that was kind of the tone of the movie, it, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Because it's a very rush, rush, rush movie. Yeah, because they're on it's the like, run. It's like, oh shit, we fucking, this girl, they're going to think, they, they, they think we fucking killed her. What do we yeah. got to do? We got to go here, got to go there. But it's, it's also all like over the place. with the time setting and then Christian Bale being like the quirky medicine dude yeah. who like experiments on himself. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, this is fucking great. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It, I mean, it really is. And I am going to finish it. That's or, a lie. Um, is that, 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 that's a lie? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll probably start it over. Really? Yeah. So wait, why did you turn it off then? You were just uh, bored? It was just late, and it was kind of bored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, de- I'm, de- I'm definitely going to give it another shot. I'm really looking forward to Babylon. That That is, I'm fucking so Which, excited like, for. I know I've heard people have said that, like, it does have, like, some it's also like reminiscing hours. <laughs> themes that, like, Amsterdam has, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I heard that, like, Margot Robbie... Um, does not only the most beautiful things in this movie, but she's also the most disgusting thing she's people have ever seen that she does in this movie. So I'm going to love it. And I'm excited to see her <laughs> do some disgusting ass shit. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. <laughs> I was like, dude, did she fucking babble on this? You fucking <laughs> <laughs> Peter Nyong'o's ass to Margot Robbie's ass. That's, oh. my, that's my fucking Ebony and Ivory right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so funny. But yeah, so my number, <laughs> my number five. 
Uh, my number five, five already. Yeah, top five already. Uh, I think my number five is going to be your number one. Uh, it's everything, everywhere, all at once. That is not my number one, oh, but wow. it's on my list. Uh, yeah, so number five for me. Um, it was a beautiful movie. I loved it. I cried when I watched it. I laughed when I watched it. Michelle Yeoh is just a fucking goddess. Um, I forget her name. The girl that the played daughter. her daughter. Yeah, I don't know who it is. She was so good in this movie. I love the I I loved the theme of of the film because it was it's it's from the Daniels and if you've ever seen Swiss Army Man, that's kind of a really good precursor to watch before you go into this movie because you're gonna know that like all right this is gonna be zany as shit. Uh, and plus, it was a multiverse movie that did it better than Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just really liked it. I thought, um, dude, I'm going to forget his name. The husband, her husband in it. Short, Short round, round from Indiana Jones. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Uh, dude, he was just fucking great. Yeah. I loved uh, how everyone was able to play their parts. And then because Michelle Yeoh's character, she's the same person. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie, she's just in different bodies. Yeah. Or in different universes where everyone else around her is a different is a different yeah, like version. embodiment yeah. version. And I just loved how how quirky and zany it was and how beautiful some of the the cinematography was. The the fight choreography was fun. Like there's no reason why a movie should have like fucking dildos as yeah. like in a fight scene work, but it does Yeah, <laughs> for this one. Well, it's cause because like from the very beginning, you're like, like as soon as it kind of like gets up and going, you're just like, okay, this is going to be like the weirdest shit. So from there on out, you're like, I just accept everything that I'm going to see. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> I think that when it really happens is when her husband starts fighting at the IRF office mm-hmm. and he, he's, he's beating people with a fucking fanny pack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at that moment, you knew this movie was going to take things yeah. to a whole other level. And it does. And it's very strange. Yeah. But the ending is so simple. It's just like, dude, your happiness is what's around you. Yeah. You know, it was a lot Cause of... Because it's everything everywhere. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, I mean, it's a it's a movie about a dreamer, but... She's like Pastor Prime now, right? Kind of in a way. Yeah. It was a movie about a dreamer, but understanding that your dreams are nothing without your reality. Right. So it's like, dude, you're like your husband and your child and like yeah. this yeah, world in, that you have, her, like this is your, in her actual reality. That's where everything was falling apart. Right. The daughter like wasn't super happy with her. The husband was going to divorce her. Yeah. It's a good movie. So she went on that little journey to mm-hmm. dude. What a fucking crazy journey to just be like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when it's all said and done, like I'm just, I'm fine. Yeah. You're like, you're cool. Yeah, you just need to fucking chill out. dude. You just need to <laughs> trip your balls yeah. off. You just need to fucking take acid and watch Dr. Strange. <laughs> uh, my number five, it's on your list. I'm assuming, uh, I'm uh, assuming, but I'm gonna go with Top Gun. Yeah. Is that your number five? No, my oh, number five. It's just on your list. My number five was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's my number five, Top Gun. Right on. I fucking love that movie, dude. Yeah, it was really good. It's my number four. Oh, is so it? So we'll just talk about it now. We did a... Well, we did a... Uh, a fucking, two tickets, too, yeah. on that. And, and it was a great episode. Yeah, and it was a really good... Because um, like I think I mentioned in the episode, like I'm not a machismo guy. I'd never mm-hmm. seen the original Top Gun. I was never into like Arnold and Sylvester Sloan and all those people. Yeah. So when I saw Maverick in the theaters and it blew me away, I was like, maybe I am like sometimes into this. Or it's just so well done that I was just like, yeah. Dude, that's what it is. It's it's just a, it, the, the movie is so well done. It's like, 
Legacy sequels are really, really hard to do. And sometimes they feel like fan service, but dude, there's zero fan service in this movie to me. What would you call when, I mean, I know what you say when you say a legacy sequel, but does there have to be a time like 20 years? Usually there is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's like Indiana Jones and the crystal skull. That was a legacy sequel. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic world dominion legacy sequel because you're bringing back these characters that we had. So it's like a legacy sequel is pretty much like we have, we're setting in, we're setting up, a, like we're building a new building, but we're using our foundation. So Top Gun right. was the foundation. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick is like the new building that okay. we're building upon. And it was done so well. Yeah. Like Miles Teller was fucking awesome in this movie. I love Miles Teller. Yeah. And see, I'm not big on, uh, we talked about how I'm not huge on Tom Cruise. And uh, I just, I was, I was on board with him for this one. I was like, you steal those planes. I'm on, you take yeah. them. Yeah. Fucking do it, man. It was cool. It was like it was like heart wrenching and gut wrenching and like fun. The cinematography was fucking awesome. Joseph Kaczynski did a great job making I heard this movie. Are anything about making another one? I kind of hope they don't. I kind of hope they don't either. Yeah, just like that's good. Like yeah, he, he was it. he was like happy right at the yeah. end. Like he was flying around with what's her face. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Conley. But I mean, they made so much money. They're clearly like we need to milk this. Yeah, I could probably see them like with like a Miles Teller fronted movie <laughs> they're like, like we need you back and, one and, more time because last time wasn't the last time yeah <laughs> but yeah i guess i could like miles teller and glenn powell making an, making another movie maybe i don't see tom cruise coming back you don't think so Mm-mm. i feel like if they were like here's 100 mil you don't have to work for 10 years he doesn't need 100 mil he's fine i don't this, think he'll do another one well let's hope not yeah or it'll the, the, <laughs> i don't want another one don't make a top gun three and it'll be like sci-fi channel yeah <laughs> Yeah, totally just ruin it straight to DVD. It'll be a four episode series on fucking crackle. They don't even make DVDs anymore, but that will be straight to yeah. they'll, they'll manufacture DVDs to push <laughs> yeah, it out. They will. <laughs> your number oh, that was your number four. So I'm on my number three. Yeah, no, I'm on number four. I still have four here. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, we already talked about it last episode, but Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Okay, for me that was uh, um, it was so just, that was your favorite Marvel movie of this year movie yeah 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 it really just i don't know it just hit it fired on all cylinders for me i was connected with the bad guy and the good guy i loved america chavez i thought it was dark and gruesome they're fucking some of the jump scares got me which i fucking hate yeah when Uh, wanda's chasing after him in the yeah she comes out of the the fucking gong and shit oh yeah Yeah. the reflections yeah yeah and uh i thought the fight scenes were great the cloak of the damned yeah, yeah, it was and really the cool. fucking music fight where he's fighting himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just great. It, it was, was a fun movie, dude. It, it could have been better, but I think overall, as like a spectacle, it nailed yeah. it. Really fun movie in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm on my number three, and my number three was Nope. So we've already talked about it. Okay. Yeah, uh, Jordan Peele again, just bringing something new to the <laughs> table. Um, I think there was like a little less of like the. Uh, I think this movie had a lot less subtext than us and get out did of like racial divide and even like classism and stuff. Um, wait, what would you say the underlying thing about this was dude? I don't really know. I mean like the under, I, I, because like us obviously is kind of the, okay, well to, I guess I'm not really to paraphrase, but what Jordan Peele has said is that us is the underlying subtext of the movie is, how the um, the African American man has always been treated as like a uh, monster, 
character. Okay. As like yeah. the, the intimidating one. Yeah. And that was like kind of his put onto it. And of course, get out is literally just yeah, almost much. like, yeah. uh, it's a, you know, the, you can almost like bring up like slavery yeah. in a sense, using well, yeah, someone's body doing, for yeah. your, for your own purpose. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of what the subtext for Nope would be just like, don't fuck just with family. The, just take, with the just, unknown. Just yeah. loving your family and trying to protect each other. It was just such an awesome movie, dude. It was nope really was good. Great. Like there's like a, I feel like there's a big part during the middle where kind of nothing happens. Like they're kind of mm-hmm. gearing up for, you know, to like start doing what they do in the end. But even then, I was just like, it's glued to the yeah, screen. For I was me. just like, what's going on? Let's, what are they doing? Dude, my one of my favorite things in that movie, besides the whole Gordy segment, uh, especially when Steven Yeun's telling them about how Chris Kattan <laughs> fucking crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's Gordy, the chimpanzee that killed Dude, like Steven Yeun. I mean, obviously I know him from the walking dead. I think everybody kind of, that's where they were introduced to him, but his acting man, he's such a good actor. He dude. seems so real. Yeah. Yeah. Like nonchalant in the way he just like does like when he was telling that story, I thought he was like sitting in my living room, like telling yeah. me that story. And I was yeah. just like, this guy's fucking phenomenal. Dude, he's like, uh, he's like Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he yeah. kind of is. He just kind of is in the moment and yeah. just himself. Yeah, really good. Uh, but yeah, but one of my favorite things about that movie um, is the sound of, oh. of Jean Jacket. And it's just anytime it flies over them, all you hear is just the fucking screams of the people that are inside. Of oh, it. I guess I never caught that. Oh, it's so rad. I, uh, <laughs> I can't remember if I bootlegged this one or not. But that was probably why, if I couldn't hear certain mm-hmm. things. Yeah, anytime you heard it, it was just like... The scream. Ah, ah, yeah. That's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying as shit, dude. Um, so yeah, Nope was my number three. So what's your number two? I still have three here. Oh yeah, you're on three. Sorry, oh, I went first this time around. Oh, so I'm going to go with... We've already talked about everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. That's my number three. Oh, okay. Uh, so my number two was The Northman. Okay, yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, we did an episode we on that We did a full one. episode on it. I think mm-hmm. I know you're number one now. Yeah, you probably do. Yeah. Uh, Which is my number two. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, my, you know, Northman was just kind of, I like Robert Eggers is one of my favorite directors working right now. And I'm super excited for Nosferatu coming out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I love Viking shit. You know, I think this is like a beautiful, a beautiful tale of brutality, I guess you could say. And uh, Skarsgård just fucking absolutely kills it in this movie. Annie Taylor-Joy was awesome. Ethan Hawke obviously was so good playing the king. Uh, Dude, he, he crushed it this year. Yeah. Moon Knight, Black Phone, Northman, yeah. Yeah, he's doing great things. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, you know, it was one of those movies where, like, anytime someone talks about, like, wanting to watch it, I always, like, want to say, like, all right, don't expect, like, a gladiator movie. Don't expect yeah, like yeah, yeah. an it's action, not, yeah. an action epic. Like you have like these action moments, but that's not what this movie is about. Yeah, like it it's never definitely supposed to be, yeah. no. Like it's it's kind of a trip. It's a weird. It's kind of a weird movie. <laughs> but I mean, it was like I think you also have to be like that's the thing is like I feel like my parents like would be like oh dude the Northman like we really want to see that. Because they were super into like Gladiator and like that kind of stuff, but then I would just be like, "Yeah, it's not your thing." Yeah, like, it's not. Yeah, you need to ask them. Like, have you seen The Witch? Yeah, you, you know. know? I would have, have you seen to. some of like? Have you seen The Lighthouse? But I think it would be. But I think the trailer though was geared towards making it look like yeah, like an action epic. Yeah, yeah, it it is. 
And I just knew because Robert Eggers and how he writes and yeah, directs. Yeah, so you knew it wasn't. I knew yeah. it wasn't going to be that way. Actually, I didn't even have the Northman on my list. I just Dude, it's very much uh, reminiscent of Green Knight. Yeah, oh yeah, like yeah. Like Green yeah. Knight. You know, it, it, it had that feel of like, damn, this could be like a fucking, like Lord of the Rings fucking movie, dude. Yeah. And you go and watch and you're just like, no, it's actually much more than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on my list. How the fuck did I not put the Green Knight on my list? Was that this year? Oh, that was last year. Yeah, I was going to okay, say, good. that would have been on my list. Uh, so I'm on my number two. Yep. Uh, the Batman. Right on. It's my number one. Yeah, I figured. Yep. Uh, Matt Reeves brought us a world that uh, is the best Batman we've seen on film. Easily for me. Robert Pattinson's. Really? Yeah. I mean, I love Christian Bale, and I, I, I love the Dark Knight trilogy. It's great. It's fun. But something about Robert Pattinson's Batman and the world that Reeves put him in. I mean, first of all, I love a good origin movie where we don't have, where we skip the origin. Yeah. Which is why Homecoming is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. It's I don't like, need dude, to watch. We already guy. like we don't need the fluff. Yeah, like we're already here. This is a fucking hundred-year-old character. We all know who this fucking. That's is. the thing too. Is like I feel like because what No Way Home or not No Way Home Homecoming came out like 2018. The Batman came out this year. They're the two movies off the top of my head that decided to finally skip the origin story. And would yeah. it take them like 40 years to do that yeah. shit? Yeah, it's like God, we didn't need that in any of the movies. No. I don't care why Spider-Man is Spider-Man. I don't. I really don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care how he became Spider-Man. Yeah, I just care what he does as Spider-Man. Yeah, same with Batman. Like yeah. I don't need to know. Yeah, it's like yeah, dude, your parents died. We get it. Move on. <laughs> You're sad. We get it. <laughs> You're sad. We get it. Now beat the fuck out of that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, the music. Yeah, dude, yeah. I fucking that was a straight Danny Elfman. It wasn't, but like it right. was yeah, reminiscence of yeah, his. It yeah, did. it was a uh, Michael G- Michael Giacano, um, who oh, just fucking kills didn't it. Didn't he do Werewolf? Yeah, by night. By night. Yeah. yeah, he directed and yeah. uh, did the music for it. Dude, he's having a killer year, too. Hell yeah, dude. He's awesome, man. Dude, yeah, because I just remember he's the worked first on time. some of the Pirates movies as well. I think the oh. last like couple ones he did. Okay, so the shooting ones, but it's yeah. fine. But uh, yeah, just whenever Catwoman was coming down the first time and you heard the single violin, I was just like, that is fucking... Hell yeah. Like... So like Kravitz, man. That is awesome. like uh, Batman Returns, yeah. Yeah. It was... Yeah, yeah it, 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 it just captured... It captured all the good vibes. Yeah. From like all the other Batman movies that we've seen, yeah. Plus, it like it reminded me of like Arkham Asylum games, yeah. You know, with I like how that. Yeah. brutal his fighting style was and everything. It was just really fucking well done. Colin Farrell as the Penguin, yeah, awesome. Dude, have you Jeffrey seen, Wright as Commissioner Gordon was I, fucking great. Have you seen uh, Banshees yet? I haven't seen Banshees. I haven't. I almost went the other day. I yeah, know. it's that, gonna be streaming. I think like this month on HBO. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was a big one. I want to see. Yeah. So, what's your number one? Do you have any guesses? Okay. I don't think you're going to get it. Your number one. It's a, it's very near and dear to my heart, which is why it's number one. Who, who's, who's, oh, you'll get it if I tell you any character. Damn. Just give me a hint, but that's not going to fucking kill it for me. Uh, like what genre is it? I can't. What genre? It's a dramedy. A dramedy. Ish. Is it? See, I don't really know. It's almost in its own category of like. Was this a big movie? For me, it was. That's why, <laughs> why it's number one. It's Clerks 3. Is, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I never saw it. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Do you watch? Have you seen the other stuff? Yeah, like Clerks 1 and Clerks 2. Like all of it, like Mallrats, Dogma. Oh, I've seen every Kevin Smith movie. Okay, so then that that's why this was so big to me because oh, okay. it's like I've been watching Kevin Smith since I think I started seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, somewhere around there, 
And I think I was more like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And it was, uh, I watched, I had, I had everything he'd done up to that point on DVD. I watched him religiously. I had the clerks animated series and I never got the talk from my parents about birds and the bees or alcohol. Like Kevin Smith mm-hmm. taught me. He raised you. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I can't tell you what happens in this movie because you haven't seen it. And yeah, it's a m- it. major spoiler. Wow. But is it streaming on somewhere? I bootlegged it. Oh, fuck. Of course you did. But uh, <laughs> I uh, cried the hardest I've probably ever cried watching this movie. Wow. Yeah. Is that good, huh? Yeah. Because I really enjoyed Clerks 2. Yeah. I thought Clerks 2 was fucking hilarious. That's, I think it's like one this, of the best Kevin Smith movies he's this made. This picks up semi where that left off. It's, no shit. It's been like some time. Obviously. Is Rosario Dawson in Clerks 3? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Well, fuck me, man. Man. But it's like... <laughs> I need to watch it. Yeah. It's... See, that's the thing, though, is like I'm hyping it up and you're going to watch it. And you're probably going to be like, this sucked dick. But like for <laughs> me, like it was just kind I, I don't want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Doesn't Dante like die or something? Yeah. 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 But so it starts and Rosario Dawson's character is dead. Yeah. And so during the movie, he goes and visits her at the grave and he talks to her, but she's actually there. And oh, so he's okay. talking to her about like his problems in life. And like she was pregnant with his kid when she died, so he mm-hmm. lost his kid and his baby. And then, oh wow! And then he dies at the end of the movie as well. And it shows them in the theater. So what happens in Clerks Three is Randall has a heart attack, right? And he wakes up and he's like, "I've done nothing with my life." I knew that was going to happen because Ke- Kevin Smith said, "Oh, that's really?" Based off of he put a lot of himself yeah, yeah, in Randall. Yeah. yeah, and so and so he was like, "I need to make a movie." So what they essentially do is they film Clerks One. Because, oh, wow. because they use the convenience store and all the mm-hmm. characters, Jay and Silent Bob. So they film Clerks 1. And during filming Clerks 1, that's when Dante has a heart attack. And he goes to the hospital and he can't get out of the hospital. Randall cuts the movie together, brings it to him on a laptop and shows him it. And it's Clerks 1 and 2. So he's showing Dante his life because he was like, dude, you're my best friend. He's like, this is what the movie was about was you and me. And then Dante mm. dies and he – I'm getting choked up talking about it. He uh, – him and uh, Rosario Dawson are in a theater, both of them dead, watching Clerks 1 and 2. <sighs> dude. Wow. Yeah. And then and – then that's, that's beautiful. And that's that the thing Smith did that. is he uh, – halfway through the movie he's like let's go and she's like you don't want to finish it and he's like i know how it ends yeah. they leave yeah damn i cr- cried so hard i wonder if nick cried i fucking <laughs> dude like because you know nick's a massive kevin smith fan yeah but this was like beyond anything like it was literally like i lost dante like because yeah. he's been in my life forever right. yeah so do, was, you, so do you think kevin smith should uh just call it quits <laughs> after this movie no, he's making more rats too. Oh, oh he's, and he's making another red state. Uh, I didn't see it. I, I only watched the James and the Bob ones. Oh, okay. Like Tusk, I didn't see that. Oh, Tusk was Why well, didn't see Yoga Hosers? I like that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you'll like Tusk. Yeah. It's fucking weird, dude. But uh, he's making the next one's Mallrats 2, Twilight of the Mallrats. Oh, okay. That's what it's called. Wow. Yeah. So just real quick before we end this, <clears throat> uh, I have not seen Black Adam. That will probably be on my list after I see it. <laughs> That is easily okay. That is not the worst movie of the year. That is the worst movie of the last ten years, bro. If did you we, watch Black Adam? Yeah, we. Oh, you did. Gave it to me. We talked about it five hours ago, dude. It is. Is it that bad? It is worse than Wonder Woman, bro. It's got. Oh, wow, I liked Wonder Woman. You mean Wonder Woman eighty four? 
No, they're both awful. Oh, I thought one, one, the first one was was a, was a good movie. Good thing we're in this, and I don't have yeah. to kick you out. <laughs> Dude, Black Adam is such shit, bro. That I was can't the, wait to watch. That was the thing, too. Was like I was watching it, and I was just like, this is what he's worked on for eight years? <laughs> Like, what like, is this like, shit? Like, dude, The Rock has been hyping this up? Yes! That was the thing. I was, I was just like, like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, dude, why not put all your time into Jumanji 3? Come on. Dude, the Jumanji <laughs> movies were good, actually. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Black Adam is the biggest heap of fucking trash. Oh, my actual number one, like I told you, is Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, nothing can beat that. Yeah, that was so well done. Um, but uh, I am I am excited for Avatar: The Way of Water. I really am. I'm actually getting more hyped on it yeah. as it gets. When closer. you saw the trailer in front of Black Panther, I remember you looked over at me and you were like, "Dude, this actually looks pretty yeah. fucking rad." It, yeah, I just remember the first Avatar. It was like 2008 or 2009, 2009. whatever. I went and saw it in theaters with some friends, and I was just kind of like, "Eh." Like, but then, yeah, when they showed that new trailer, I was like, this looks like so much better than the other yeah. one. And plus just the visual standpoint, you just know it's going to be like just yeah. so awesome looking. But I watched a movie last night um, that I cried watching it. Really? And I was so surprised by this movie because, I mean, I got my kids at home and a lot of times it's kind of hard to find a good family movie that like me and my wife really care about. Yeah. Um, but we were on Netflix. Black and <laughs> Yeah, we watched Black Adam, and you I cried. cried. I just seeing like the father son portrayal in that movie. No, um, <laughs> you're like I wasted two hours of my life. <laughs> no, it's a movie. That, it's called Slumberland. Oh yeah, with Jason Momoa. Did you watch it? No, I haven't. But I've, I've saw the trailer. You're gonna like it. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Well, I actually really liked. Um, it bombed, and it has like a four out of ten on whatever. It's Chris Pines in it, but that movie, uh, Wrinkle in Time. That's, oh, that's, that's kind of what it looked like. Okay, yeah, yeah. So but I actually enjoyed that. So Slumberland. Um, I was just really surprised at how much heart was in this movie. Isn't it about a girl going through dreams or something? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything about it, but yeah, she's she's going through a lot of things, and like her dream world is kind of like her helping her cope with a lot of stuff in her uh, life. Okay. And um, Jason Momoa just plays like this kind of, I mean, it's almost kind of like an imaginary friend kind of thing. Yeah. It's like someone just in our dreams. Yeah. yeah. It's like this like dream figment that is just kind of like helps her on her journey. And while watching it within like the first 20 minutes of Jason Momoa's character, I was, I, I looked up my wife and I was just like, I wonder if they asked Johnny Depp to do this first. And he said, no. Oh, it's one of those. Because it yeah. has a very, like Johnny Depp could have easily have played this yeah. character of Flip, but it made me really glad that Jason Momoa did it. Cause Jason Momoa does have a really good, like kind of like dad energy. I was going to say like in a, a bit, pal, like a pal vibe. Yeah. He's like a really good buddy yeah. vibe. Uh, he's super lovable, super likable. Uh, his character is really fun. This girl in it, dude, she immediately, I was like, Dude, this girl is going to be... Is this like her first film or something? Yeah. she. So she did a movie um, called Spirited with Will Ferrell and... Yeah, I watched Ryan that Reynolds. too. Yeah. yeah. So it, I think this is the only two movies that she's really done. Um, but dude, she was fantastic. I looked at my wife. I say I look at my wife a lot. <laughs> Do you even watch the movie? Yeah, I know, right? But uh, I was like, dude, I, why does this girl remind me she's going to be like the next Saoirse Ronan? And she was I mean, like, she kind of looks like it. Yeah, yeah she kind of does. And she was like, dude, this girl totally is like the fucking next Saoirse Ronan. 
Dude, she does such a good job. This little girl does. Uh, but yeah, great movie. Really fun. Choose an episode of South Park. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, I believe yeah, it. Slumberland. Give it a shot. I mean, it's good. It's on Netflix. And as far as I'm concerned, as, as far as movies go, that's the most recent one I watched of good. this year. And I really liked it. Yeah. Dude, I'm really excited for this from the Christian Bale movie. Have you seen the trailer for The Pale Blue Eye? Dude, I'm super pumped for it. Yeah. Yeah. It like it looks like it could be amazing, but then like it also looks like one of those movies that like it might be shit. Dude, who is directing that? It's someone that I really like. I think it was the guy that did Ants. No, not David O. Russell. Pale Blue Eye is directed by Oh, Scott Cooper. What did he do? Uh, so Scott Cooper, oh, he he did. out of the furnace, yeah, yeah, out of the furnace, hostiles, antlers. He did black mass, crazy heart. He, yeah, he's a good, he's a very good director. Okay, cool. Uh, Christian Bell's kind of like his muse in yeah. it, like a bit. Obviously you can look did, at Did the, you see out of the furnace? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Kate, that's one of my favorite Casey Affleck movies, dude. The scene, I mean, this is a movie from 2011 yeah. that we're talking about, but the scene when he's on the bridge with, uh, Gamora and he just gotten out of prison. Yeah. By the way, this is a guard. Yeah, it's a Guardians movie. Yeah. Yeah. Gamora's. Yeah. There. And then Chris, <laughs> Christian Bell plays Gore. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's they're talking, and she's like, "I'm pregnant. I'm finally pregnant." Yeah. And he starts. He's like, "That's great. That's congratulations." But he starts crying. Yeah. But he's hugging her, being like, "Dude, some of the." Most heart-wrenching, best acting I've ever seen. Yeah. He's crying and congratulating her, being like, this is what you've always wanted in life. Yeah. But he's, like, in tears because it's not his baby. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Christian Bale kills it, dude. God What damn. a phenomenal yeah. actor. But, yeah, man. That's our, dude, that's our final episode of Two Tickets 2. Yeah. Wow, wrapping it up. We never even got to do Tell Me Something New. I feel like we went out on oh, a limb yeah. there. Yeah, we were we just, did. like, over overbooking. Yeah, yeah we were. But it's fine. But yeah, uh, this is yeah, like he just said, this is the end of two tickets two. I it hope did, you guys have had fun listening. It's been a blast, and I will say, even though we've only done, I think this will be episode like ten or something. Ten, yeah, dude. I, I've actually, I mean, I love Death Secret Stash. I love Loveless and Nick, <laughs> and having you on there and everything. But I really, really, really enjoy the two tickets two conversations. Oh, because it's, just, it's us? just me and you. Yeah, and I feel like we can just kind of like get things across better. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, there's not three other people right. tr- yeah. trying to chime in. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're, it's like much more focused. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it, but you know, just, I, I, I love movies and television shows like, you know, yeah. I mean, they're important to me. I know which sounds, that sounds so stupid, but no, they are, man. Like I just said with the Dante thing. Yeah. Like it was, that's just a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. He's not even real. He's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> he's out he's fine. Yeah. But I was <laughs> fucking crying my dick off like I was at his funeral. Dude, yeah. so 2022 for Taylor, it's the death of Dante and Lapita Nyongo's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't really get better than at least that second one. <laughs> right. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, this was fun. Absolutely. And we'll talk to you never because this is it. Yeah. So bye. See you at the movies. has been a super villain obituary presents podcast.